Welcome back to the A's and D's podcast. This is our season finale, guys. I actually can't believe how fast that's gone. And like, this is full circle for us, back in our robes. Yeah, definitely, I do agree with you. As our loyal listeners know, we have been on this journey from about January, right, girls? Yeah. So post-pandemic, no, it was during the pandemic. Yeah. During, during the pandemic, looking for something to do. And we just, yeah, let's do this podcast. And it's been a learning curve for all of us. We've come a long, long, long way and gained a lot of loyal listeners, people understanding a lot more about our Ugandan culture. So we're feeling the love from you, if you didn't know. Guys, do you think you would have done anything differently? I think maybe buy the mics first (laughs) before we start more about buying the right mics first because obviously when we started for some of you might not know this we actually had only two mics (laughs) between five five people people. so um that was a very interesting experience for us now we all have our mics which is good but yeah definitely yeah but i think like everything is like a learning curve like ida mentioned um yeah we started off with two mics which is a bit of shambles but we understood that oh wait we all need a mic mm-hmm. and um yeah what else would i do differently um i would say also maybe like us doing a bit more research in terms of like not just the mics but all the equipment that we need yeah i completely agree with you cooler like it's mainly software based like i don't regret any of the like choices and episodes or anything like that and all the like laughs that we had along the way I think it is just podcasting is a journey and it's it's difficult to it's so different to a conversation and I think learning that learning when to speak all of those things kind of come with the growth of it but yeah aside from actual equipment I can't really think of anything that I would change um I think some of the good things that I would say that we've sort of done was especially in our first episode where we sort of had like a focus group and we just got a few people we sort of that we thought had different views from us to sort of listen to our first episode just to give us a bit of feedback and the feedback that we received from them was actually very um useful because that sort of shaped the way in which we sort of um, in the way in which we sort of speak to each other and also the way in which we record our episodes as well so that is one of the things that i would say that we've sort of done well when it comes to sort of like starting our podcast yeah, I guess in creating a project like this, it's also important to know the line. So, like, obviously we did that focus group and we got all the results back. But there were things in what we wanted it to be, our concept, the five of us, that we didn't want to change. So even if somebody had given back the feedback that was like, maybe you should do this or don't do that, we still had our own line of what our vision was. So it's just, I guess, mixing those two things and getting the right amount of each so that it, it's still, like, authentically ours. Yeah, and going back to the idea of authenticity, I think another good thing we've done is stayed true to ourselves in our discussions and been very open to each other because, listeners, if you don't know this, a lot of the stuff we hear and talk about, we learn on the mic about each other, so we've had this huge relationship growth because of what we're learning about each other, and I think each individual is true to their opinion, and no matter how strong we are as a collective, our podcast has allowed us to grow as individuals as well, and be open, but also be true to what we stand for, which I think has been amazing to watch you guys as well in that process. So anyone have a favorite episode? Ooh, interesting question. It's so confusing because I sometimes remember jokes or the conversation around um, what we did in our recordings and it kind of confuses me as to which is a favorite one. But I do think possibly the food episode 
because mm. there's loads of stuff in that episode first of all i love food um <laughs> second of all there's loads of stuff um that i would have thought we had talked about like mm. as a group before mm. but so much of it came out of a mic came out on the mic like even the shame about eating at work and like it went down a really different road when we ended up at death row death row <laughs> meal like i like the journey that that episode took i think yeah. and i couldn't have like conceived that the idea of that episode when we first started out yeah and that there would be enough content to just talk about eating yeah i think um i, I completely agree with you in terms of like Sometimes when we're recording our content or when we have an idea of what kind of episode we want to create, um, we you're not really um, sure where it's going to go, but then it just kind of like grows into something quite beautiful and unique, if I might say so. But my favorite, um, I don't know if it's my favorite episode, but the one episode that I really enjoyed recording was um, the one with the taboos. Was it the taboos? No. Um, you know, when we're talking about the pulling um oh, fgm yeah. episode yeah, yeah. It, i mean it is a taboo but um the fgm episode i quite enjoyed doing that because um it's not something that people knew about so educating you know our audience uh, with regards to what the situation in uganda when it comes to fgm um i think that was quite um a unique episode for us to record and it's not something that we've talked about before openly so it was nice to share that and share that with the world as well um, and we got some good feedback back from it so i think that was fun obviously like you said there's a lot of laughs in <laughs> in, a lot, in a lot of our episodes um but yeah it was nice to take like a different uh shift to what we usually record when it comes to um our, our topics i think that kind of links a little closely to my favorite episodes or episode um, in like trying to teach our audience and like engaging with them. Um, I loved the one called Mum Don't Speak Luganda on the Bus because it was about that cross-cultural, I guess like shame, confusion, coming of age. And I think it's the first time we were very true to ourselves on the mic about mm. what that was like for each of us mm. and the identity crisis. And we got to say the things that we couldn't say as teenagers because we were just living it and kind of like, crap, this is just how it is. Um, I thought I love that one because it's quite cathartic. Mm. Um, this is annoying because I'm going to say kind of too because there's also another one that we did um, where we kind of revealed secrets of the worst things we've ever done, which is slightly coming of age connected as well. Yeah, and I learned a lot about that breaking the rules. But yeah, yeah, breaking the rules and like you know Dana flying off to oh my God. <laughs> Denmark without yeah. her parents' knowledge. Like that was wild to me. Like again, loads of laughs, yeah. loads of like new things that I didn't know before. So. Yeah. Think, yeah, and talking about like you know some of this while we're recording our episodes and got reliving our um you know experiences and you know telling our stories it just kind of like reminded me of some of the things that i did like for example talking about the denmark situation um it's not something that i think about often but then obviously when we recorded that episode it came back to me and i'm just like oh wow okay that was kind of wild wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes our podcast a bit like a journal mm-hmm. because we're writing down all our little secrets our thoughts like it's our personal journey, journal of our life, past, present, future, you know? It's also a bit bizarre because we were all interacting with each other and a massive part of each other's lives at the time, but I never, I never saw, I never saw this part of your lives in yeah. the way that you're describing mm-hmm. it from your point of view. Mm-hmm. I was seeing it from an outside, but now when we talk about it on the mic and talk about it openly, it's like I'm reading a diary. Yeah. Like, it's a completely mm-hmm. different view of things and it's so strange to hear, but also, like, really enlightening yeah 
Um, I think it's the content for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I just, like, I'm amazed as to what we can come up with once when we put our heads together. And like, when it comes to after we've recorded an episode, we start st- sort of like structuring the content and thinking about what do we want to put out there. What do we want viewers to see? Because obviously, content is the first thing that they will see before they listen to the episode. So, um, yeah, so I think um, some of the content that we've done has been really great. And it's also like we've enjoyed also doing it as well. Mm. And um, I would say... Just to clarify, when you say content, you mean like the uh, visual aspects that we post on our Instagram? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, Yeah, so that's what I'm referring to. Um, I'll probably say my favorite one was definitely the one that we just posted recently. Is it recently? No. Um, a couple episodes back, which was um, when we were doing the Jane Fonda sort of um, workout <laughs> video on the beach. That, self-care. Yeah, self-care episode. Yeah, that was like, I, th- I thought that was quite that was quite good. That was a good video. I don't want to be biased, but my favorite was, it wasn't me because I was a lead actor. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> of course. Me and Daphne took center stage, you know. <laughs> Yeah. God, and we created a rap that was I really quite liked fun. it when we wrote the lyrics like conceptualizing that was like one of the funnest ones we've yeah. done together yeah um, I would agree with Miss Navakenge mom don't speak with them on the bus my favourite one just because obviously the girls the A's they grew up a bit more here than, than we did and it was interesting to see that they had the same sort of struggles in childhood that we did guys you think you describe yourself as a podcaster now like i would never have when we first started out but at this stage i'm sort of like is that part of my intro when people say oh what do you do do you do you guys say that mm, I say yes 100 percent. we put so much work in why can we not read the benefits of the title yeah like i think we are podcasters like we we do our research you know there's some topics that aren't necessarily like easy for us or we're not the, the what's it called we're not the um like uh, we're not the specialists mm-hmm. but we do our work and alongside the content the recording the posting on every platform possible mm-hmm. i'm a podcaster yeah okay but miss now is that something that would like let's say if someone asked you what do you do would you include that as yeah. something that you do be like yeah. i would because it's like part of me and part of like even celebrating my culture to say that is to say i celebrate myself and my culture and you girls so yeah yeah i guess like you we measure whether or not you're at your you can call yourself something by like a measure of success like a certain number of episodes Mm. or certain number of something will somehow make you that thing Mm. but actually we are just doing what it is to be a podcaster so i do get it but i get i've got the hesitation as well it's almost like oh i didn't get the job as this so it's really hard to like align yourself with it but Yeah. yeah i think i would oh try now to say a bit more yeah Yeah. i'm the the same as you i think for me it's about the success and maybe i'm not saying we're not successful but if there's a bit more success like then i would probably say yeah i'm a podcaster have you not heard about us (laughs) (laughs) but right now uh, it's something i do struggle with um that's actually quite interesting because i have actually described myself as a podcaster um in I, I, at my previous job, I think they must have said, say something that's interesting about yourself. And the only thing I could think of at the time was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I think this is quite interesting. No one knows about this about me. So I was like, yeah, I'm a podcaster. And everyone was like, oh, wow, you know, what's your podcast about? Da, 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 da. But I do find myself choosing, depending on the group of people that I'm talking to, mm-hmm. like if I know yeah. you, um, say, for example, work colleagues, um, if I know of your character and your personality, sometimes I, I 
judge um, based on what you what you I guess I don't know a relationship whether me telling you that my podcast is going to benefit me mm. or not because I don't want to be telling pe- if I struggle with telling people and then they don't listen to the podcast mm. I feel like I've wasted my energy having yeah. to tell someone I'm a podcast and they don't you know and what also, I mean we're quite open on this platform so depends how much more you want that person to know about exactly. you yeah so I do choose you know my words carefully about who to tell that I do podcasts yeah if I met, I, I guess if I met someone in a bar, like a stranger, I could, I feel like I'll be more inclined to tell them, or oh, buy them a podcast, I check out my podcast, Completely compared to, so to like a work colleague, whereas with a work colleague, I'm like, okay, we work together, you might know a little bit about my life, so I do kind yeah. of have this expectation where if I tell you I'm a podcast and I tell you what my podcast is, I expect you to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then if they don't, then it's like, oh, my feelings might get hurt in the process, yeah. or maybe I feel like, oh, is my podcast not good enough to what they listen to, but... Everyone has different, like, yeah. interests yeah. and, you know, different genres they want to listen to. Like, for example, I have a, 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 you know, friend colleague at work who loves podcasts. And I, I keep saying to her, by the way, have you listened to my podcast? And she's like, oh, I thought your podcast was in Luganda. I was like, what? what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, where on earth did you how and she's just like well you say that you know it's about uganda i was like i yeah. said no my podcast is not about uganda i it, my podcast has an aspect about what uganda is and the fact that i am uganda but it's not in luganda but this is also one of the reasons why we do our podcast because obviously like she her first thought was oh it's in luganda why would it be in luganda don't don't ugandan speak english <laughs> don't, don't they understand it so um yeah also why would i tell you to listen to my podcast you're not it's uganda not be, yeah. how yeah. would you understand it like it, the disconnect there i didn't quite get it i was like no it's in english you need to listen to it sounds so, like a cop-out to I, yeah <laughs> so hopefully she'll listen i think she'll absolutely <laughs> love our podcast but this one's for her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but yeah would i describe myself as a podcaster yes and no but depending on I guess the situation. Um, I think for me, it's not the first thing that would come up when I'm describing myself. I don't know why, but I, I think it goes back to what I just said in terms of like certain type of success towards it. And um, if you're actually, obviously, maybe if I was getting paid for it, not that I'm not saying I don't enjoy doing what I'm doing because <laughs> I'm not getting paid <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, yeah, but maybe if I was, and it would be like, I'll be yeah. more willing to say it and be like, yeah, check out my podcast. Yeah, you know. We, so cooler what do we need that boohoo deal yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or spotify you know <laughs> dana touched on something quite interesting um that might kind of lead us into our challenges mm-hmm. um that ability to be able to tell a stranger and not necessarily people who are closer to you i mean obviously work there's a different dynamic but even people close to home in the ugandan community Friends, you know, people you used to go to church with. I think one of our biggest challenges was at the very beginning, you know, getting that support and getting that interest. Mm. And it's funny that it, it was easier to gain interest, gain follow, gain a listener from a stranger, mm. someone further away from our group, mm. than it was to, you know, even in the Ugandan community, there's people who you'd grown up with, to get them to just press follow. Yeah. Um, and I think that was really difficult for us to overcome. Yeah. Um, because we expected more from them than yeah. a stranger. Well, I feel like it's easy to explain that one. People who are not in our culture, they want to learn about it. Whereas people who are already there, 
probably might not be that interested in repeating things that they already know kind of thing. Yes, I get it. There's a dynamic of being, you know, British as well that we talk about that could be interesting. But I feel that we didn't get that support because maybe it's not that exciting for them. But what I think is if somebody in the Ugandan community is doing a project, I give it a listen. But what we were getting is actually at the start, like grassroots beginnings, mm-hmm. a complete disinterest. Like, I don't believe that somebody listened to episode one, for example, and then decided that it was too close to their lives to find interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was just a bit like, instead of, I don't want, I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything specific, but like the support was just different to what we would have expected from a community that we hold so dearly. I like, agree. Um, I agree, especially like the reasons behind us starting this podcast, you know, to get our country, you know, more exposure. We want people to know about where we come from, how we, not necessarily just about us, but, you know, what Uganda is and, you know, the differences between that. And I think we do have an audience there, but our expectation, um, which was that, you know, we're going to get a lot of at least Ugandan British listeners that, uh, or followers at least, um, that didn't happen. And, you know, that's kind of disheartening. But I don't know about you girls, what I found quite challenging um i don't know if i actually ever spoke about this but choosing our content um um for me i find i found that i struggled a little bit about what we can and cannot talk about in the worry that if you know ugandans or you know ugandan british um audiences listen to it they might not agree with it especially like our parents you know when we talk about stuff like sex you know drugs alcohol blah 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 you know all those t- you know taboos or whatever um i found like they might be offended so i didn't want to put anything on the mic that might offend them but obviously um like miss nalukenge uh, mentioned you know this whole thing has been a journey about us learning about each other um so i just kind of like let it go we can talk about whatever this is my thing this is my project so i'm sorry if you got offended in the process but i'm gonna say my truths I think it like the project is bigger than their offence. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, there's so many things that we've done growing up <laughs> in the community to appease the community. And this isn't our moment. This isn't yeah. our moment. If we're gonna tell our story or tell our truths about what it's actually like for us, yeah. then there was no room for creating something that's half half hearted. Yeah. So I completely agree with you. At the start, it was difficult. We were like, oh, can we do this? Can we do that? Mm. But it wouldn't be a normal conversation with us or a norm, like a genuine podcast if we were to like cut out all the things that make us and saying about like the things we've done as we're growing up you know in the ugandan community where's that going us it hasn't gotten us any listeners so why not be true to ourselves and just you know f trying to please people sorry about (laughs) my language but any other challenges guys i think that that was a big challenge actually that's a huge hurdle to cross i think we did really well with that yeah, I think just to echo what Miss Narukanga said that what um be, the support that we thought we were gonna get from the people that were close to us and also like from Ugandans as well has not really been great because um sometimes you see people supporting someone else and you're questioning what they're doing but obviously <laughs> <laughs> but obviously they're still being supported so why are you not supporting us where we're trying to bring up our culture. We're trying to educate people about Uganda and just sharing. And through that, we're sharing our experiences in terms of what we've been through. And other people can learn from it. Or if someone's going through it, that will also help them to understand that it's not just them. So, yeah, so it was a bit um, it was a bit of a shock to our system when we found out that actually the support that we thought we were going to get initially 
is not there and we found that people that were my the people that were more like more of our friends and outsiders supported us more than um the actual ugandan community so and also um i think for me balancing life and the podcast especially after the pandemic like opened up i think that was our biggest challenge more than any of this other stuff to be honest mm. and um it's just one of those things where you have to think about how important the why did we start this project even though you know you're not getting paid for it so it's not really like mandatory um we just have to think about why we started it why are we doing it and do we want to continue with it kind of thing in order to balance that out for me that was the biggest challenge for us yeah i actually agree with that i don't know how my mind didn't go there <laughs> but like it's just yeah it's kind of like work life balance it's work work mm. life yeah. balance yeah. <laughs> because you know like managing all those things together and then with an open world again as well mm. is really difficult and it does take hours of work like yeah. any mm-hmm. new podcasters thinking about starting one like it is a full-on commitment and you need to have mm-hmm. the days down to do all the different aspects of it you know we put all the different bits together ourselves no one's here teaching us about editing no one's you know no one is there as like a separate hand or an mm-hmm. aide. it's all five of us all the time so i think balancing that with all our, we've got completely different careers completely different rotors mm-hmm. completely different friends um mm-hmm. managing that is like a continued commitment every yeah. time you're making the choice again to pick this project and you know we've all been tired we've all been sleeping <laughs> we've all been hungover like yeah. we've powered through this thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah proud of us <laughs> If only our listeners could see some of the episodes that we've recorded yeah. and the state that we're in, but <laughs> we still we still know how important this is to us. So we just have to power through it. Um, and as you can probably hear from Daphne, she probably has a cold <laughs> right yes. now, but she's still powering through. Okay. What do you guys think you've learned from the podcast? Patience. <laughs> yeah. I literally was gonna say patience. patience. You literally just you know you know you're not gonna see the dollar bills like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta keep powering through and hoping that you know. Uh, well, we we like what we're doing, so yeah. it's just one of those things where money is not the the Maybe goal. Reason, and, yeah. You know, it's not the main goal, but we want to educate people about Uganda, which is something you know. I meet a lot of people who have to Google it. So it's an education at the end of the day yeah. for Brit- British people. I think we've also, I think also like we've sort of grown up in terms of like um, listening to each other and stuff because from the first episode when we started recording, before the edited like version, um, it was <laughs> <laughs> before the edited version, it sounded like we were in a marketplace, yeah, <laughs> having, having various different conversations. But as we've sort of grown on and um, continuing to do this, we've sort of learned to like not talk over each other, learn to sort of listen to what the other person's saying and kind and to try to come in at the right time with the right jokes, obviously within that. So. Yeah. I completely agree. Like I think again, like kind of to echo um Daphne's point, it's the patience aspect. Like I've never had to do this in my life where I have a burning thought. Like you always hear me shouting on the mic actually. I'm probably like the worst for that. But like a burning thought in a debate, but then not being able to say it that moment then. Mm. And then even when the moment passes, I, I have to swallow it. I'm like, Oh, I can't see what I wanted to say. But it's like that level of patience and like 
monitoring conversation, that's a completely different skill to just talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say, yeah, that's probably my biggest lesson I've gotten from this. I, I don't always have to shout and say. <laughs> 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 I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think for me, it's actually been managing expectations just to be a little bit realistic. Mm. Um, I, you know, we've already mentioned this, like we're expected, you know, a lot of like Ugandans to support us and they just didn't at the beginning. Um, and even now it's a, it's a constant, like, um, constant work to get them to support us. So I think we came into this project thinking, yeah, it's just gonna like pop off. (laughs) And you know, that's not the case. Um, But we've just kind of kept going stuck with it. Um, So yeah, just managing our expectations. And now I think as we keep going, just that's gonna be in the back of my mind, just to Mm. keep it more realistic. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to be optimistic, 100%, um, but just, keep the realism there as well i feel like you've all covered the things i've learned too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i guess um i don't know if this is like not actually answering the question but like um i've learned that what we have in terms of our experience is valid because i think there's certain stories that i've always seen like that's the normal upbringing that's the normal identity i think i learned that there is a validity in what we are sharing Mm. Which isn't really like a lesson, like learning patience, blah, 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 blah. But I've never thought of myself like what I'm going to say will interest people. And like Honestly. people are re, re, like, in, retweeting, re whatever, sharing our stuff. And that like validates my experience. And yeah. I needed to see that to believe it. Because I've always thought, mm, whatever I go through, it's whatever. It wouldn't be that interesting. It's boring. Or, you know, these struggles I've had, no one wants to listen to that. So I think feeling validated in all of our experiences is what I've learned from this. And yeah, it's a great feeling. I guess like, it's weird because like minute parts of Ugandan culture after my friends have listened to like an episode are so interesting to them. Like to me, it's like the tiny bump because I've, I've had it my whole life or mm. I've lived it. There's a few stories that we tell that maybe other people might not know, but like the actual cultural aspects that like blow people's minds. Mm. I think it's like I'm relearning how exciting it is to be Ugandan, I think. Mm. And it's through others and it's like, maybe it's not the Ugandan community, but I'm actually quite happy that what we wanted, the voice of Ugandans to non-Ugandans has really come through. Like, I even forget that we say stuff sometimes and I'm hanging around people and then they're like, oh, but don't you do this? Or isn't it this? And I'm like, what? How have you remembered the word matoke? Or like, yeah. I'm like, how, what? <laughs> so yeah, that's, I think that's been really like another big thing. What advice would you give to people who wanted to start something, you know, similar to what we've done? Um, or just a podcast? I think I would tell them that it's not as easy as getting a mic and speaking. Yeah. It's actually like not, e- it's not we know when we came in, that's what we thought we were going to do. Get a mic, Plug start and playing, play. and just, you know, talk, talk away. But we soon realised that, actually. It's amazing, man. Um, after the first two minutes of comp- utter silence, nothing. And we can chat, but, um, yeah, it's definitely not easy to just, like, get a mic and start speaking. It's not. Yeah, absolutely. I think definitely if you have an idea, um, go for it. Um, but just bear in mind that it takes a lot of commitment and a lot of hard work and um, a little bit of sacrifice. Um, but yeah, just keep, all you have to do is keep at it. Um, yeah, and then soon see the benefits. Yeah, definitely that last part <clears throat> is the biggest lesson I would say. Be consistent. Like, 
it was like when we did the first few episodes, like we were kind of going there, but it's like when life gets in the way, you need to be so strong in your consistency. Have that diary ready. Have an image of, you know, 12 months down the line, what you're going to do. Look ahead. You can't just be, you know, kind of living sporadically. Make a plan, be consistent and just keep going because you'd be surprised how many people, regardless of whether it's a podcast, a book, whatever, whatever creative endeavour it is, how many people will be interested once you keep giving them more and more and more and sharing? Um, Yeah, I guess I to echo that. Um, I think I thought podcasting was like professional banter, Um, (laughs) but it's actually, it's really, really not. Um, So I'd say just, yeah, listen to each other and be honest is what I'd mm-hmm. say on the mic. You can't try and be a character or be anything else because mm-hmm. it's obvious and it comes through and you just would scrap that bit of material. Like, I'd probably say, yeah, be honest on the mic. That's the biggest thing. I think that's the thing that people have warmed to as well. Like, our, us being open and vulnerable. I feel like we earlier touched on our challenges and how difficult it was regarding, you know, getting the support we expected, but we haven't shared our little, you know, nuggets of success. You know, we've had some amazing opportunities come our way like out of nowhere just out of someone yeah. catching us by luck la- by luck um i mean we've said a lot about um, it's community. our hard work it's how we got <laughs> our opportunities thank you it is but for example <laughs> we touched on the community not supporting us but you know i've got to rewind that a bit because we had um the amazing team at derby radio yeah. reach yeah. out to us and show interest and we ended yeah. up on a radio show which mm. i could have never imagined yeah so mm. i think that's amazing and should be celebrated and mm-hmm. yeah actually that that is the ugandan supporting us yeah yeah mm. this more nugget of ugandan supporting <laughs> us <laughs> that one guy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i completely agree and i think just like again in conversations in interest in people like knowing our theme tune like having someone come up to me and do the dun, 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 <laughs> that was like a top tier <laughs> moment for me that's when i was like wow you're actually listening like i think um yeah we haven't touched enough on the successes that the podcast has brought um also some of you who may have seen recently we posted on our instagram the um amazing magazine that sort of um, took a chance on us and here's mag and um yours truly was on the cover (laughs) (laughs) check out the magazine we've got the link in um on our instagram page but um that's also another way of us sort of promoting our heritage our culture um, for the, some of you that have seen, like uh, we, our pictures are in there, and um, we're wearing our traditional wear, which is um, which was a good way in terms of like just informing people in time ter- in terms of like our sort of traditional attire, I guess. Mm. And actually touching on traditional wear, I know this is like a random thing, but it's really hard to find an image of a Ugandan person in Ugandan clothes on Google. That's like, not a wedding. That's not a wedding. Like, just to show off, like, what mm. our cultural wear is. So to have us in the first issue of Here's Magazine in our, in our cultural wear, like, I think we're, like, in the first three pages. Yeah. Like, honestly, if that's going to end up on Google, that's amazing because we have struggled to find content to show off <laughs> Ugandan gomesies, and I think that in itself is an incredible achievement. Yeah. yeah, I think the other thing for us right now, um, just to pat ourselves on the back, is that we have built a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, yeah. Just saying yeah. that, you know, when one day you die, they'll be like, they had a podcast. Yeah. Here yeah. they are. And like Ms. Nalkenga said, you'll find us on Google. So you find us on his magazine website. Like, this is a legacy. It's a foundation for all the successes that are going to come in the future. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> 
The guys are shooting arrows in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Completely agree with you, Dana. The A's and D's are indeed a legacy. And hopefully we will um, inspire many Ugandans, many non-Ugandans to go into something like this and share their stories. Um, We are quite sad to see the end of season one. It's been our baby. Mm -hmm. It's like... It taught us how to be mothers, if, if that was an, <laughs> yeah, an analogy, mothers of our podcast, it's the first one. Um, and we've enjoyed it, it's been a struggle, we've been near tears, we've argued in the background, like, <laughs> we've wanted to stay in bed, but it's all been worth it, like, as we said, to build this legacy. Um, don't you worry, guys, though, we are coming through with season two, we love what we do, we have a lot more experience, and we have a whole new concept to share with you so please watch this space for the A's and D's podcast season two coming out next year so until next time to our loyal listeners to our new listeners we've had a great time and we hope to see you next year bye, bye.